Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so embarrassed. Hey, I'm Dr. Zach Nelson, and we're about to share some embarrassing stories with each other and learn how we're able to laugh at those situations now. I hope you enjoy. We have a very special guest today. Uh, this is my big brother, my greatest friend, my confidant, uh, Tyler Nelson. <laughs> hey, just kidding. He's not my greatest friend because I have two other brothers who are just as good of friends. And uh, I have a sister who's the best friend. She's the coolest. I actually was the only one who was available. I'm kind of the, the least <laughs> likable of the Nelson bunch and I had nothing else going on. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I could barely squeeze them in with the amount of uh, demand of people who want to be on my show. I can barely squeeze them in today. So Tyler, um, I always look up to you. You're a great person. And, um, I just love you so much. <laughs> Super funny, right? No, um, Ty is one of my idols. I always try to copy whatever he does. You know, I became a dentist because he's a dentist. He's an oral surgeon, so he's a little bit smarter than me. And, um, little, little man syndrome. I was the <laughs> smallest of the Nelson boys and I had to uh, compensate somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, growing up in high school, we were, I was one year behind Tyler and, um, I don't know. I would always just try to hang out with him and his friends because he was really cool. I had good friends also, but like when we were at home and I'd see Ty going out with his buddies for the weekend or doing something like that, I would always want to kind of go hang out with him because he's really cool. So Ty, how'd you get so much confidence in yourself? (laughs) Um, I think knowing what makes us self-conscious is probably the root of gaining confidence, right? Knowing what limits us and our ability to be confident is is once we overcome those weaknesses, we can automatically become more confident. And so I kind of made a list as I listened to some of your other podcasts of what things made me self-conscious. And I categorized it, especially in high school, you know, in three separate categories, which are mental, physical, and then financial, which can also be related to cosmetic, right? So for me, one of the things that made me self-conscious mentally was just not knowing who I was yet. I saw some kids dressing completely different. Like, was I a skater? Was I a goth kid like Zach? <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen Ty in high school. He wore those big Jinko jeans <laughs> that he could fit a skateboard in the back pocket. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, I mean, we're all trying to figure things out. We're all just as clueless at that age and things that are completely irrational that we look back on later after high school, we're like, why did I even think that was cool? Or this person that I looked up to you know, I'm sure they're laughing at themselves now too because of how crazy they were at that time. But just just not having a clear cut picture of who I was. So, um, one thing that helped me cope with that was surrounding myself with good people. And I'm not just saying that because you're the host of the show. But honestly, Zach was a fantastic friend to have. Uh, and anybody that knows us knows that. All of my friends, all of my ex-friends are his best friends still. Zach tended to uh, steal all my best friends somehow. Yeah, right. But uh, we, we did a lot of encouraging of each other and sometimes encouraging each other to the extent where we'd break bones and, and do stupid stuff that we regretted afterward. But Yeah, having, I, would, I would say we were really good friends except for that one day when we were jumping on the trampoline with our snowboards. So we were jumping on the trampoline, um, strapped in, just trying to do 360s and flips and stuff on our snowboards to practice. Trying to prep for the slopes, right? <laughs> yeah, so that we could get sponsored. <laughs> and I came down on Ty's shin, <laughs> just basically friggin' cut open his shin, and 
I've never been so scared in my life that I was going to get killed by somebody. Because I just remember he was just like, ah, and then looks at me and I'm like, oh crap, run away. We were both like, I was trying to rush Zach with a snowboard strapped to my feet. And he's trying to get away while we're on the trampoline. And I think it was the one time in my life that I attempted to punch him in the face and I felt like an idiot, but I totally missed or, or maybe barely grazed his chin. I was too fast. <laughs> uh, which brings me actually to my next point, which was, you know, being self-conscious about physical attributes. So we're given what we're given and we don't get much uh, opportunity to change that. I mean, we can develop our talents to the best of our abilities, but if our maximum growth potential is 5'9 or 5'10, which is where I was, it was always a bummer to look at Steve, Zach, and Dal and my three brothers who all got to at least 6'1. Um, and so that, that for me, especially in high school, was a limitation that kind of messed with myself. Uh, I guess I was more self-conscious about it than I should have been because I couldn't do so much about it. But, you know, Zach and Steve and Dallin, for that matter, always destroyed me at sports. Uh, no matter how hard I'd try, it's just like, dang, man, they're faster. Yeah, right. They're more agile on the court or on the field. See, and I was always like in high school, I was like, dang, I wish I was Ty because... All the girls liked him. He was the most handsome. He was on a Hot Pockets commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he got paid for eating a Hot Pocket. And um, yeah, he was really popular and just good looking. And I have gray hair now and I'm ugly. Oh my gosh. So, Ty, <laughs> no, but I always kind of like, it's funny how we both kind of saw each other's strengths and we're always kind of bummed that we didn't have those. But then people looking at us thought we were cool. <laughs> so we always tend to doubt ourselves of like, you know, what, what is really awesome about ourselves. We don't think about it as much. We're really harsh critics of ourselves, right? But what's, what's the guy to do that is endowed with, you know, where their maximum height is five feet. I had to go to the maximum equalizing sport wrestling, you know, where <laughs> it's all based on weight. And, uh, so I got into wrestling for a short time, for, for a short time and had my mom and grandma come out. Cause I, I won this super bout in junior high, right? The school competition I ended up winning. So I got into high school and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be good at wrestling. And, uh, <laughs> and um, went up against this guy that I didn't know had won state the previous year. And he pinned me in about 12 seconds. It was the most humiliating thing <laughs> in front of my mom, grandma, and then my siblings, of course. And then I mysteriously came up with this with this bad case of scoliosis that prevented me from finishing out the season. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I did. I did actually have scoliosis. It wasn't severe enough to justify dropping out of wrestling, but I, you bet I use that as my alibi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. I uh, you're such a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> I still use it when I need to. So uh, <laughs> go easy on me. Then the last, the last category I'd say that made me a little more self-conscious is the financial thing. We weren't loaded uh, we came from a pretty humble city, Barstow. For those of you who know, it's kind of a, it's it's not a terrible city to grow up in, but it's not known for its wealth. It's this desert in the middle of nowhere. It's just outside the OC, so <laughs> just outside of Orange County, about two hours, where it gets about 120 degrees and there's nothing to do. So we we were raised there, and then we moved to Upland, which is a city that had a little more money, more curb appeal, and we were still. I mean, I inherited this 15-year-old Dodge Ram van, the Prospector, <laughs> and we, we named it Old Blue. And for me, initially, that made me pretty self-conscious. But in each of these things, we developed some coping techniques. So having Zach as a good friend nearby, and, and my brother, obviously, um, we put up this little banner in the car that had Secrets of Old Blue, and we made 
20 just funny things about the car where we could pop in through the window and and uh, open up the <laughs> we could open the door and turn the ignition without a key so we could break into it pretty easily <laughs> um it like <laughs> we wrote she likes to peel out so everybody knew us for driving around corners too fast in that van and <laughs> peeling out but so awesome. we just made it into a joke because it was we were subject to the circumstances right we couldn't change that so we found humor in it yeah uh, we still had to pick up our friends and go places in that van so if you're if you are going to be embarrassed about something all the time, your life is going to be miserable. So we just found a way to laugh at it so that we wouldn't be miserable every time we got in that van. But I will say the most embarrassing, one of the most embarrassing stories of my life was when I was driving that van on a one-way road somewhere and it finally gave up the ghost. It, it died. <laughs> so all this white smoke started coming out of the exhaust pipe and there's people just lined up behind me and my, the car won't go anymore. Like I'm pushing the gas and it's like it's in neutral. So it's not even moving and it's just smoking out everybody behind me and I'm not going anywhere. So cars start like honking at me <laughs> and eventually I just had to put it in park and try to pull over as much as I could and just like the walk of shame to like because we didn't have cell phones back Just to then. wave people just out. To, yeah. <laughs> Go on, guys. Don't worry about this. Just big blue van just blowing up right here on me. It's funny. Uh, but, it, I mean, in the end, it became... We were all very much endeared to that van. It was a fun van to drive, and our friends knew it, and they all joked about it. We had this terror on one of the windows, and when you'd lift it up, the underlying plastic matrix looked kind of like teeth. So when you'd move this piece of rubber, it looked like a little Ninja Turtle mouth <laughs> talking to us. <laughs> we just, I mean, we had so many fun things just uh, about that car. So we found humor in it. And I, I would say like the take home messages as I thought about this is um, surrounding yourself with good people, good role models, good heroes, uh, perhaps a religion, something that is inspiring and uplifting and builds you up. Because if you only have stuff that brings you down, it's really hard to build confidence. If you're surrounded by people that bring you down, find a new group of friends and then seek to inspire them and compliment them so that they want to maintain that friendship. Um, another one was don't expect to see change immediately. So we get all of us when we start a new sport, a new hobby, like a new instrument, a new language. It's really easy to get overwhelmed with how far we have to go uh, before we see any progress and we give up. But if you can if you can rein that in and just say, hey, my goal is to spend 15 minutes a day and do that for three, four weeks, you'll recognize a little bit of improvement that quickly. So don't get bummed out if you don't see progress right away. Uh, but, but in the same vein, when you do start to develop something that you can be proud of, it also increases your ability to feel confidence. And so having a hobby or something that sets you apart from others and then spending time learning that thing will develop your self-confidence. Then the last one was being willing to explore new options. Don't put yourself, don't pigeonhole yourself in what you are, especially in high school and even in college. We need to be willing to, to explore new options for who we are and developing new talents throughout life. Uh, one thing that cracks me up in junior high is we'd always see people writing in each other's yearbooks and they'd write, don't ever change. And that's the biggest load of crap ever, right? And we all believe yeah, it in funny. junior high yeah. and even in high school a little bit. We're like, oh, people like me because of who I am. I need to freeze this moment. And it's complete garbage. Uh, so don't write that in people's yearbook because you're handicapping them. And don't believe it if you've had that written in your yearbook. Um, <laughs> and then I think the, the final take home is just deciding what's worth changing. What can you actually change? 
and what stuff deserves your time. And if you can figure those things out, then, then you don't need to get beaten down over things that you can't change. And I think one of the girls earlier on one of the podcasts alluded to that. But just find the comedy in the situation. And uh, if you can't change it, make it funny. And if you can, and it's worth changing, then start making a little bit of progress each day. Yeah, that's awesome advice, Ty. Thanks for sharing. I'll just add my two cents. Like, don't beat yourself up about things that you cannot change. What people will come to respect and value you for is your hard work, your values, what you prioritize, how you care about people, and how you think about people um, as human beings, and how you value them, rather than, you know, does your hair look good today? So um, people will come to like and respect you because of your priorities and how you value um, other human beings. So yeah, no, that I wanted to add on one thing that just reminded me, the nicer you are to people, the more people will want to be around you. If you've developed this persona of being a hardcore teenager, you know, or even later in life, it's really hard to develop sincere friendships with people. And you just need to kind of let that go and start smiling more and, and talking to people about uplifting subjects and, and you will attract people. That's, that's contagious. You smiling and saying nice things that are uh, going to bring other people up. So, Yeah, Ty. Well, thank you. Excellent advice today. Thanks for being on the show. And I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm so embarrassed right now. We just did this amazing interview and shared embarrassing stories. And now I'm like so embarrassed that all these people are going to start subscribing to this channel. Oh, it's going to be so embarrassing. 